Thank you, Jesus. Gilbert, can you hear me? Take us through the opening prayer for about 5 to 10 minutes before we start. and bless the name of the Lord. Wherever we are, let's open our mouth and bless the name of the Lord. Father, we are grateful unto you. We bless your name. We adore your name. Thank you for everything that has happened in our life. Thank you, most high God. We are grateful, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for everything in our life, Father. Thank you in the name of Jesus. Rado kosia beleveron skiller prato kushe bera brandi katose. 
Lika Baraquante Peradia Penos Pelaska La Prantia Pelaquante Pelasunde de Menaya Liko Vraquate Peradusha Brandica Lebedida Mosa O Father, we are grateful unto you for everything. Father, for our lives, for the lives of our families, we are grateful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lika Paraquante Veliko Shalapedida Mosai Vela Kunta Prandi de Melacos Calabrande de Bai Rakapapato Shalapendu Colabaraquan Celebedi de Menotos Calabaracunde La Paraquante Le Mano Shalapedida Maracai Rapataka Socoveli Paracu Shalapedia Cata Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we are praying, committing our activities today into the hands of the Lord, that the Lord should take control over everything that will happen here, that the Lord should fill us with His Spirit and everything that we do here should be out of his will in the name of jesus let's commit today's activity into the hands of the lord open your mouth and pray father in your hands we commit this activity that oh god every thought every idea every wisdom that will be shared here let it be out of your god in the name of Jesus, Rakos Sabadina Menoska Parangati Malakos Saban de Peraquanda Levedi Camparacus Celebericanda Paraquanda Belai Lika Paparacus Rapetanusakila Babeni Neveraco Brendi Caprandus Calabaracus Sabada Dabaya Lebecom Paraquanda Lebedida Pananosea Calabaya Lika Papa Rados Calebendi Massa Lebenaco Paradi de Menosha Caprandi de Menasco La Pranvedida Cusha de Menaca Radine Nosca La Brandica Papa Rocusha Lebedica Vedai Oh Father, take control over every activity in the name of Jesus. Take control over every activity in the name of Jesus. Libra quatel benos calababai Raco sevedi mosalabacan de peracusha di menata. Father, we come against every 
demonic forces against our activity today oh god take control in the name of jesus Thank you, Jesus. 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 Rasso copedi a paraquandi melanso vediata lebenaya. Capari con shabara vacunsi anda parecanti a lebenato. Raka papato shepedi da becali prendoski anda. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, have you prayed? Amen. 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 Glory be to God. Good morning to you. Once again. I hope we are doing well and I hope we are fine. is fine by the grace of God. Everything is fine. about um what we want to talk about or we just go straight or we just talk about something to help you and then we see what we can do Watchman, that is who you are. You are 
the watchman the man that God have said to be in place I know some of you are already feeling sleepy like Gilbert you are sleeping while spring and yawning I hope you don't slip off try and stay awake Your grace abounding, your love so awesome. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Your love is so beautiful in our lives. Oh, oh, thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Where's Jennifer? Are you there? Or you are gone? Is Jennifer there? Vele para vede kisto If God wants to do something with your life. If God wants to do something with your life, there is a high probability, 99%, that He's going to bring you to the place of prayer and He's going to keep you there for a long time. He's going to leave you there for a long time. Let me tell you. The way this kingdom operates is very, very different. If the Lord wants to do something of significance with your life, then He will bring you to a place of prayer. Because there are a lot of things that your life would not be able to speak. Your destiny would not be seen. And that glory that the Lord wants to reveal to the world through your life would not be seen. Listen to me carefully. The call to prayer is a call to a future manifestation of destiny 
That is why the Lord said, Watchmen for the land of Israel. That is why, okay, I'm going to show you things today that even the birth of Jesus, even the birth of Jesus, before Jesus Christ could be born, people were praying. The Lord set people in place to be praying before the manifestation of Jesus upon the earth. There were people that were praying. For a spirit to invade the earth, then man must give this spirit permission. First of all, that is why um, Jesus, the Lord, sent his angel to a virgin. Oh, I want to come into this world. Can I use your stomach? Can I come through your womb? He could not just invade her or her privacy without her permission. And if the woman said, no, my womb is not available, what happens is that the spirit would look for another person to take up that position. That is the way it is. So now, a spirit comes to you with the intention that you can be a pillar in the place of prayer. You can be a watchman. So, the hopes of the spirit are on you. Everything that the spirit wants to achieve is only going to come because you prayed, because you petitioned. The system of heaven is very judicial. The legalities of this kingdom is even much more than what we see on the earth. There's a judicial system that runs the economy of that kingdom. Everything, you see, that is why um, Jesus or the Lord would not just forgive a sinner. Oh, but let's examine this. Um, he is God. He is the Lord. And if he is the Lord and if he is God, he can choose to do whatever he wants to do. 
if he is the lord and if he is god he can choose whatever he wants to do right do you see that he can do he can choose to do whatever he wants to do because he is god but in this case he decides i cannot just forgive anyone you see when we say god is righteous is a legalistic term if you say god is a righteous god oh it keeps him in check it means he can never do anything wrong amen are you guys there it means he can never do anything wrong do you see that so for him to invade the earth for him to come into the earth what he must do is to seek for permission and for him to forgive man now let me explain something to you lucifer and the other angels they are of a different order these spirits are of different orders man is a different type of being completely in creation man is not the only is not the only primary creation of god there are other beings you must have heard of beings like the 24 elders who are these 24 elders you see these are of another sphere they are of another realm lucifer and his angels were of different orders so there was a time that lucifer was the primary or the object of god pleasure he pleased god and then what happened lucifer fell but god did not forgive him his angels fell but god did not forgive him so what happened is this is that lucifer is to make man to fall is to cause man to fall so that when he falls the lord would not also forgive man man and lucifer would be the same but you see the lord had a different plan for man and that plan lucifer did not understand that is why listen to me that is why lucifer and his angels are on a rampage they are on a rampage to make every man to fall Velikobaravenea Velikobaravenea Zunai 
you must be blessed if you are hearing this tonight because it's going to help you to see things from a different perspective so Lucifer and his angels are on rampage and the main idea is to force God to reject man that is where the love of God comes in <laughs> if we can cause man especially the men ranking men in glory the ranking men that the Lord have set to do mighty things for him if we can cause them to do wrong against this God God would not forgive them just like the way he did not forgive us so Lucifer wants to make every man to sin because that was the thing that they did before they were rejected so the goal of Lucifer the goal of Lucifer is to cause man to stay in sin or to live in sin so the first thing they did as the man Jesus came let's start from Adam as the man Adam came was to cause him to sin God listen to me some of you will be like oh so why is it that why is it that God did not why is it that God did not stop Lucifer sorry did not stop Adam from sinning God could have just stopped Adam from sinning he couldn't do that he can't do it he can't he can't because it's a legalistic system he can't Lucifer will be the first accuser <laughs> you know the Bible calls him the accuser of the brethren that is what he is Lucifer will stand before God and say you are not righteous I wanted to commit sin or I committed sin you did not stop me Adam wanted to commit sin and you stopped him it means if God tried to stop Adam Adam would not sin but yet God would fail his character will fail of him not being the righteous God of him not being the God who save justice he's gonna fail so what God did was to allow man to have his freedom to decide his destiny if it's going to go the way of Lucifer or the way of God and for a short while after Adam 
succumbed to the luring of the serpents. Everyone thought that yes, Lucifer was winning. It means darkness would reign over all the earth because why? Man has been given dominion over the earth. And if the man that has been given dominion over the earth would find himself in sin or would be able to live in sin, it means sin would rule the world. Darkness would rule the world. And that is what happened exactly. And the Lord lamented in Genesis 5 and said, ah, It hurts my heart. It pains me that I've made man. It pains me. It pains me. It pains me. Because man supposed to be a custodian of the systems of the earth. The righteousness would also prevail on the earth like the way it is in heaven. But what happened? What happened? Lucifer tried to cause this man to live in darkness that was terrible that was terrible that was terrible that was terrible lucifer never knew of the backup plan you know for the devil uh, there was no plan b for those angels who sinned there was no plans plan b but for man there was a plan B. Because before the foundation of the world, before the world began, the Lord has called forth a Christ. Who is the Christ? The anointed one. Who is the Christ? The God man. The God for men. That is the Christ. The God that has become flesh. And before the foundation of the world, Lucifer never knew the man that was called Jesus. He never knew him. He doesn't know him. Lucifer doesn't know that there was a plan. That there was an idea. So in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. In the beginning was the locals, the idea. Lucifer never knew of this idea. Lucifer never knew of this logos, the plan of God. So, after the fall of Adam, he never knew a second Adam was coming. So, he thought he has won. Because he knew that since men have sinned against God, there was no way that God would ever forgive man. Are you guys there? Are you there? Since man have sinned against God, he knew that God would not forgive man. And there was no way God would say, your sins are forgiven. It's not possible. Before God can forgive men of their sins, he himself have to make the man right. And Lucifer knows that that is not possible. There was no way. And 
for him to make the man right he himself he has to take the punishment of the man so he knew that oh for this god can never do it number 1 the problem here is god is a righteous god number 2 god cannot just forgive the sin of man let me take you through some um scenario let's say um candy you have a beautiful daughter and then you went to court with this daughter because you went to court for your daughter because um gilbert let's say gilbert this is just an example let's say gilbert is a murderer and then gilbert killed your daughter so you took gilbert to the court and then god was the judge okay god was the judge of the court and then the um the the court started its ruling concerning the case that you brought you said Candice spoke out and said your majesty this man over here killed my only daughter and then god who is the judge looks as at gilbert and he says gilbert you have killed the only daughter of this woman don't do it again okay go candy would you say god is righteous if he does that because he has forgiven gilbert would you say god is righteous would you say he is righteous did you get my scenario would you say he is righteous if your daughter was killed by gilbert and then god said oh gilbert i will forgive you go you are free is that a righteous god huh that god would not be a righteous god he cannot be a righteous god why because uh, you cannot say gilbert has killed your daughter so just say oh gilbert because i like the way you look because i like your face so because of that go no what would god do if he wants gilbert to be set free he cannot just forgive sins because he loves men that's not possible he can't just forgive sins because he loves men no <laughs> there's no way he's going to do that he is a righteous god he's thrown his beauty on righteousness and justice so if he wants gilbert to go free what he needs to do is that he needs to give candy 
another child. A child that Candy is going to love. A child that will look exactly like the daughter of Candy. And until Candy accepts, Gilbert cannot be free. So that is why it is impossible for God to just say, I have forgiven all the men. Because the devil is going to stand against him and said, how can you forgive Adam when you did not forgive me? I committed the same sin you did not forgive me. Why should you forgive Adam? So now, the reason why God can now forgive Adam is because he has given us Jesus. Who is the payment of the debt of Adam? So God can now look at Adam and say, discharge and acquainted on the basis of of my son Jesus that is why Jesus must die for the wages of sin is death he Jesus must die are you guys there uh, Provina sokive le monda barakivosta. Pori valeza gombende varakinastos. So, the pain in the heart of Lucifer is that Jesus was given. The greatest nightmare to Lucifer is Jesus. Ay. That is why at the mention of the name of Jesus, they are rendered incapable. They are rendered useless. <laughs> they are rendered useless. That is why a man can stand and say, Jesus! And then if there is a work of Lucifer, he's going to fail. Do you say that if Lucifer have anything against you, the name Jesus breaks it. Our only hope is that name, Jesus. Do you get the idea? That is our only hope. Amen. Amen. So now, what I'm trying to paint, the picture I'm trying to paint is this. I want to show you, I want to show you that um, there are things that God cannot do because he is righteous. Okay? There are things that God cannot do because he is righteous. Let me quickly answer this question and then I will come back. It says, does it mean before grace can be at work, there need to be 
a restoration. Um, the question should be, um, does it mean before grace can be at work, there needs to be a propitiation? A propitiation is um, a sacrifice. Or there needs to be a redemption. Redemption. That means you are bringing a payment to receive something. You see, then restoration comes after there has been a propitiation or a redemption. So, after this has been made, the propitiation itself is the grace. The redemption itself is the grace. Because there was no need, there was no need for man to be forgiven. No. God is not obliged to forgive man. It is not he is not as if he must do something to help man. No. You see, because according to the legal systems, because it is not compulsory for God to help man, and he chose to help man, that is what that is how we saw the picture of grace. <laughs> you see, that is why, listen to me. A man can go to hellfire and he cannot blame God. You cannot, nobody can blame God. In fact, when he casts you to hellfire, you have to clap for him because he has done justice. He has done justice. He told Adam, the day you eat of the fruit of this tree, you shall surely die. You shall surely die. That was the decree. Death in this sense means a separation. That man will be separated from God. Physically and spiritually. And for eternity. That was the decree. So, Every man is licensed to die. But if he comes out and says, No, I want to take your place. I have a propitiation. I have a redemption. Then we are seeing his grace. Because we don't deserve it. We don't deserve it. In fact, man deserves to die. That is why nobody can say, no man can blame God because of hellfire. Why did you create hellfire? Hellfire was never created for man. It was created for the Lucifer, that Lucifer and his angels. But the reason why God cannot stop man from going to hell 
is because he is a God of justice. If he has sent Lucifer, if he's going to send Lucifer and his angels to hell because they did wrong, he needs to send man also to the same place because they did wrong. That is why Lucifer and his angels, they are going to fight. They are going to make sure people don't come to the knowledge of the Son of God. That is what we are seeing in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. Can you display that for me, Gilbert? You see, so if he can keep man away from this grace, you know now, listen to me, the whole world has been redeemed. But if you don't accept this redemption, oh, you are licensed to hell. So now, the next plan for Lucifer is to make sure people do not receive the grace of God. Is to make sure people don't even understand the gospel. So listen to me. One of the best things that Lucifer can do is to make sure that man, man would never ever receive the gospel. Man would not see the gospel. That is not what I'm looking for. Sorry. Second Corinthians, sorry, sorry. Second Corinthians 4 verse 4, sorry. Not first. Second Corinthians 4 verse 4. So if Lucifer and his angels, if they can stop men from getting access to the gospel, oh, then it means as long as the men did not hear the gospel and they die. They are going to hell. You cannot blame God. Listen to me. I know you have that question. That what if somebody does not hear the gospel before he dies? Listen to me. He is going to hell fire. I want to show you tonight. Please, are you guys there? I want to show you tonight the importance of your work as a watchman. You must see it. The importance of your work as a watchman. <laughs> if people do not hear the gospel before going, before dying, they will go to hell. <laughs> hey. Whether kids or whether anybody, they are going to hell. You see, now, Jennifer, you are taking me deeper. You want to stir deeper revelations. No problem. I will go. I'm going to sync with you. Now, watch this. At what age was Adam before he sinned? Did you know? Adam was formed as an adult. He was not formed as a baby. Okay? He was formed as an adult, not a baby. Now, when you refer to kids, I want to understand that you mean babies or people who don't have a sense of judgment. People who don't have a sense of judgment. People who don't know that they are existing. 
Now, people who don't know they are existing, they are not existing. They are not yet in existence. They don't know they are existing. <laughs> you see, people who don't know they are existing, they are not part of the system. But the moment a man enters or a baby comes into existence, that is the place of Adam. And he dies. He goes to hell. The moment he becomes aware, I am living in a planet called earth. Or the moment he realizes, I am alive. It means he has come to Adam mode. They will all go to hell. They will all go to hell. That is why, listen, the devil, look at that verse. Now, let me show you 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4. It says, In whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not, which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God, should shine unto them. The devil is doing, trying to do everything possible to make sure he blocks the mind of men from seeing the gospel. There are a lot of pastors, I can tell you, who don't understand the gospel. <laughs> and the devil is happy that way. The devil is not much more concerned about the miracles you are doing. No, 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 no. As long as you as a man of God, you don't even understand the gospel. As long as you don't understand the justice system of heaven. Oh! <laughs> he has won. He has won over your ministry. Because the people who are going to be following you would not understand. So the main aim. So that is why after 2,000 years, people Preachers still think that men or women should not wear trousers before they enter heaven. That is the greatest foolishness in the highest order. That is why, because he is blocking their mind to make sure they don't see the true light. That is why preachers can still think that menial things like earring and attachment can prevent men from entering heaven. If you can think this way, it means you don't understand the gospel. You don't know the reason why he died. And the devil is okay that way. He's okay that way. There are a lot of people in the church. They have never heard the gospel. Oh, you don't know. <laughs> See, the gathering that some people are calling church... The word church, it stands for the called out ones. Those who have been called out from darkness into light. As long as they have, as they have not heard the true gospel of the kingdom, they remain in darkness. Because look at, are you guys there? Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? Now, listen carefully. What I'm saying is very sensitive. Now, listen carefully. 
That is why Romans chapter 1, verse 16. Can you check that for me? Romans chapter 1, verse 16. Romans 1, verse 16. I want to show you what is there. You see, the gospel is the key to the salvation of men. Peter did not understand the gospel. So listen to me. The problem that surfaced between Peter and Paul was because Peter did not understand the gospel at that time. Even if Jesus spent three years with them, still Peter did not understand the gospel. That is why Paul challenged Peter. It was a pressing issue. He says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? He says, for it is the power of God unto salvation. The gospel is the only power of God unto salvation. So if the devil can prevent men from getting this gospel, from understanding this gospel, they will go to hell when they die. Oh, they will go to hell. They will go to hell. One of the greatest adventures of my life was that the Lord brought me to a certain environment. Supernaturally. And when I got there, I saw a certain church. So I happened, I started living in that environment. And then I saw a certain church that the church was always closed. They were not praying. They just come every Sunday and then they sing and they dance and they go home. Every Sunday they come to church, sing, they dance, they go home. Weekdays, the church was not opened. So I decided to take a stroll to the church one day. And I and my team, we started helping them, teaching them. There was a woman who is in her 70s. When we are teaching one day, she said, Please, what is salvation? Ah! You see, this woman was a member of that church. She has been going to that church for about 50 years of her life. But she never knew what salvation was. This woman was about 70 years old. Teach, please, teach us the gospel. My heart was broken. Then I started teaching them. They were old. You know, these Orthodox churches, they have more people who are old. I started teaching them. Started teaching them. It was not long. This lady passed away. She passed away. And I was like, wow. So if I had not come here, this woman would have died and gone to hell. See, let me tell you something. The the reason, are you guys with me? The reason why I went to that place supernaturally was because there were some people that were praying. They prayed. Prayers have been made. 
that that woman should not go to hell. Prayers have been made that that woman would not die in her sins. So for God to answer that prayer, he sent me. He brought me. That is how God answers prayers. He sends men. Everything that we are doing is so important to the kingdom. That is why I keep stressing on the severity of God. This is a very, very serious case. The woman would have lived her life in hell for eternity. There was another old man. As for him, he just passed on recently. The same. All these people, they would have lost. They would have gone to hell. The same way. You see, there's a certain man. There's a certain man. I think I've narrated this story before. Who I met, a drunkard. He could not work well. I met this man who was coming back from work. This about eight or nine years ago. The man was drunk. He could not walk. As I was passing by, my heart struck me. I went to the man. I started talking to him about Jesus. Talking to him, preaching to him about Jesus. After that, after that, I left. I led him to Christ. Another time, he told me to pray for him, to help him to stop smoking and drinking. So I prayed for him. So the next time I saw him, I saw him again coming out from the bar where they drink and smoke. And then I asked him that, why? Is he okay? What's the problem? He said he doesn't have food. That the reason why he goes there is because he gets food there. And I said, okay. So I talked to him again. I prayed for him. And then I left. The next time I saw this man was his obituary. They have placed his obituary on the wall. The picture of his obituary was placed on the wall. I was like, wow. So this man would have just died and gone to hell. He would have died and gone to hell. You see, for God to deliver the world, he sends men. And before the Lord can send men, send men, they are watchmen. They are watchmen that must be in their place. They are watchmen. If men, you see, God. Amen. Can you hear me, please? You see, everything that God wants to do 
for men has been done. Everything that God wants to do for men has been done. He is not trying to save men. He has already done it. Everything. But now, how would men receive it? First of all, there must be watchmen. There must be watchmen in place. There must be people who are given to prayer. They must not sleep. They must not sleep. They must not sleep. They must give themselves to prayer. Now, you, you see that the reason why we pray is much more important than the cars, much more important than the houses. Can you say that now? The reason why we pray is much more important than those things that you, than your clothes. The reason why we pray depends, it's built on the life of men. The life of men, the eternity of men will be determined by us. So you cannot choose to sleep. You cannot choose not to be available. Because every time you pray, you stretch the hand of the Lord to send a man to a territory where the gospel has never been preached. To a territory where the flag of Zion does not fly. Every time you pray, the reward of the watchman is not on this earth. Every night that you spend praying, there's something happening. That is the system. Every night you spend praying, there's something happening. Are you there? Are you there? There's something happening every night you pray. Every night you pray, there's something happening. Always. 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 Thank you, Jesus. That for the past one year, he called us to prayer. You see? And that is why we, we can stay awake, not asking for things, but asking for the lives of men. Give us, O oh Lord, the lives of this man in Ghana. Give us, O oh Lord, the lives of this man in Europe. Give us, O oh Lord. Just one soul is much more important to God than the whole world itself. Just one. Just one. It is not the desire of God for people to go to hell. That is why he gave the propitiation. That is why he brought the redemption. But let me tell you, for heaven to rule over the earth, for men to march on with the gospel, men must pray. Because let me tell you, when we are praying, what we are saying, we are making a petition. 
You see, we are making a petition and we are saying, Lord, the redemption that you have brought, let it get to every man. As we do this, we are giving angels opportunity to come and work on the earth. We are saying, spirits of the living God, spirits, not just spirit, I'm not talking about the spirit of God. The angels are spirits. Every kind of spirit that works with God is a spirit. Spirits of the kingdom come and intervene. Sometimes people would be in a terrible accident and no soul will be lost. It's because somebody prayed. Somebody prayed. Somebody prayed. And those souls, that will not be lost. If you check, most of the time, many of them have not heard the gospel. That is why the most terrible thing happening right now is Russia destroying Ukraine. Because there are a lot of people who have not heard the gospel and they are being killed. The more they die, the more they go to hell. God cannot do anything about it except man go to the place of prayer. That is why Jesus Christ will say, pray, 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 pray. He will not say, oh, I am Jesus, I am there. If anything goes wrong, I will come. No, they cannot intervene on the earth until we bring a petition. So every night we pray, we are giving them license. We are saying, come. You are permitted to come to the earth. You are permitted, come, 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 come. As we pray, as we pray, amen, amen, they will not come until man gives them the permission, they can't come, they can't come, the watchman, if he sleeps, the whole land goes into terrible darkness. That is why you can't drop your sword. Amen. And that is why the devil would keep on causing men to go into sin. Keep on causing men to live in sin. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Quickly. Isaiah chapter 21, verse 11. Isaiah 21, verse 11. And 12. Isaiah 21, verse 11 and 12. Andelevanae, Andelevarae, Andi Adobsuna, Kundelevarae, Andi Verezo, Ekunemano Savae. He says, 
the burden of Duma. He called to me out of Seir. What man, what of the night? What man, what of the night? What man, what of the night? The watchman said, The morning cometh, and also the night. If ye will inquire, inquire ye, return, come. He says, the watchman said, the morning cometh, and also the night. He says, if you, Lord, will inquire, inquire ye, return, come, 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 come. That is the cry of the watchman. Come, come. Thank you, Jesus. A watchman is not just a man of prayer who watches. A watchman is also a preacher. His life is a witness. His life. That's why the Bible spoke about a certain Lord who was in Sodom and Gomorrah. He was not a preacher. But his life, the life that he lived, gave light. Look at, I'm rounding up now. I'm rounding up now. Look at Ezekiel chapter 33 verse 2. Sorry. Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 17. Ezekiel 3 verse 17. Let's look at that and then I round up. Ezekiel 3 verse 17. Ezekiel 3 verse 17. think I lost Gilbert. Let me display this. It says, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. So the watchman is not just a man of prayer. The watchman is a preacher. His life speaks. He tells men of the impending doom that is coming. Amen. Amen. We are not just called to pray. We must speak. Our life must speak. So we can speak because we have stayed in that place of prayer. Amen. May the Lord bless you. May he strengthen you. 
May he keep you. Thank you, Jesus. God would not be able to do anything until the watchmen give him the permission. He will not come until we say come. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.